Could you imagine being 25 years into your business and what you would tell yourself if you were just getting started? Well, today I interview Rich Lehman, the owner of Landscape Technology Group, a landscape design company up in Vail, Colorado, about what he's learned over the last 25 years of running his business. And he shares some of his wisdom and we just have a great conversation up here at 10,000 feet right now. It's snowing, we're skiing Beaver Creek. This is a really fun interview. So my name's Jack Jostis. Welcome to the Landscaper's Guide to Modern Sales and Marketing Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn and landscape contractors increase your profit and have an awesome lifestyle. So so you can go skiing or whatever it is that you love to do on a Thursday. That's what we're doing right now. So if you want to learn more about how to do that, check out today's episode. We weren't getting the leads that I knew we could. We weren't getting the right leads. What started happening is that our, our leads are more qualified. Our sales have probably gone up by about 10 to 15% a year. We're going to increase our sales volume by a million dollars in a year. All right, folks, I'm here with Rich Lehman, the owner of Landscape Technology Group and the Garden Centers of Gypsum. Right now we're at, uh, according to my watch, 10,156 feet. Rich guessed 10,000, pretty close. <laughs> we're we're uh, skiing at Beaver Creek and uh, having a good time. So, um, you know, I wanted to, to chat with you, Rich. We've worked together for several years now. We're both members of the NALP. We're members of the ALCC, and you've actually served on some of those boards. So tell us a little bit, who are you? Where are we? Where is your business? What brought you uh, to the Vale Valley? Thanks, Jack. Um, Landscape Technology Group started in 1998. I started it in Aspen, Colorado, actually, and then moved from Aspen over towards Vale. I was at a kitchen table, just myself, been in the landscape industry since I was 14 years old. I knew I was gonna be bigger than myself. I went to school at Colorado State. I was a computer geek, really into AutoCAD and into other computer programs. So thus I was able to form the company, Landscape Technology Group. Um, yeah, like Jack had said, we've known each other for many a year. Started using Ramblin' Jackson, I want to say a little over five years ago, but Ramblin' Jackson was a company that was something we as an office wanted to, we wanted to engage Jack and his team long before that and finally was able to get it into our marketing budget. And today we're able to be here. I've been on uh, our radar for Jack and I to get together and for me to show him our backyard. This is Beaver Creek, Colorado lived here uh, indirectly and worked for Vail Associates and taught skiing since 1991. So I'm up here pretty much every weekend having fun with either my employees, my friends, and my family. I have two little girls, my wife, and uh, we try to take advantage of the mountains as much as we can. Yeah, that, that's amazing. And um, you were telling me you went to school at Colorado State University. Yeah, in I right in Fort Collins? Correct, so I actually started out in computer science at University of New Hampshire for a year, and uh, just sitting behind a desk in front of the computer wasn't something quite for me. So I transferred over to the two-year program at University of New Hampshire and have a two-year degree in horticulture, and had been working in the field for four years and building stone walls in the middle of the winter in New Hampshire or in Vermont with the 
plastic coverings over us, building the walls, and talked to my boss at the time and said, what can I do to do what you do? And he was a landscape architect. So he recommended a few different universities to me and was a good mentor. And I ended up at Colorado State studying the landscape architecture after I had my degree in horticulture. That's awesome. And, and so you were telling me you used to drive from Fort Collins up here and did you teach or you you somehow you found a way to like you had this crazy schedule tell me about that you would uh <laughs> I don't know you you compacted your work week into four days so you could be up here for the weekend or something like that what was it that you did so that way you could ski during college correct so I was very fortunate enough I also besides skiing and ski instructing which I have done at Vail at Killington in Vermont beforehand was also a hockey referee so what I was able to do was come up to Vail on the weekends, ski instructor in the day and referee, whether it was youth hockey in the evenings or men's league hockey or women's hockey on the weekends to make quite a bit of money to help afford the schooling. So I was one of those people that played hard, worked hard and school hard uh, during my college career. And, and you still live that way, right? So it's a Thursday, and you and I both took the day off work, kind of, right? We're actually yeah, getting some work done right we're now. Working. We're, we're working, we're working, but we're playing hard for sure. We actually just skied a Black Diamond, uh, the Spider, which wasn't too bad. You know, I, I definitely went way slower than you, but I'm on a snowboard, and you're a, like a pro here. But uh, so, so tell me about that, that work hard, play hard. How is that part of how you lead your company now? Well, what we try to do is that philosophy exactly, meaning with my company, as long as we get the job done and the task performed and on a timely manner, that's what we do. Uh, Garden Center, we're open seven days a week through the summer, so I don't expect people to work all seven days, but we have flexibility. If you want to come and work hard on Wednesday through Sunday, meet your clients over the weekend when they're typically in town, we could do that and you could have a weekdays off when it's not as crowded on the mountain or you can you know just work the standard monday through friday when the normal world works but why would you want to be in the normal world or work the normal world schedule when you have this today's a powder day as you can see with the snow you got to take advantage of it <laughs> yeah i lucked out um on uh being able to come up and it happens to be snowing um and, and so how has that, that impacted your recruiting? So one of the things that you and I have worked on is actually creating a careers page on the Landscape Technology Group website. And I remember a few months ago, you called me and you're like, Jack, oh, we got to take the page down. We're getting too many applicants. And I'm like, no, 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 create a wait list, create a yeah. wait list. So how has, um, I don't know, talk to, talk to me about that, about recruiting and how has the website, how are you using that? Recruiting. So with the recruiting, I've been involved in a lot of different associations or the associations you talk about, NALP, Associated Landscape Contractors of Colorado, Colorado Nursery and Greenhouse Association, as well as a lot of local chambers of commerce and such. So I get out there in front of a lot of different business owners as well as local families with their kids that are going to school and their kids that may be trying to pursue a degree in horticulture or landscaping or outdoors with soil science and such. So they come to me or the company as a way for them to figure out what that career path may be and they'll work with us through the summers in the landscape industry. Also, 
I've participated in the Planet Career Days quite a bit for over 20 years and actively recruit students in March, wherever that may be. I've had the great fortune of uh, visiting a lot of different campuses, which is awesome. You know, Michigan State, uh, BYU, we've been to uh, Illinois, Mississippi State and such. Being able to represent Colorado, our company, to all different areas of the country. And what you find out, you know, a bucket list for a lot of students is to come to Colorado or is to mm -hmm. go to the seacoast somewhere to work, go to Mother's Vineyard, go to the state of Washington, go to the coast of Oregon. And so to me, that's been a great way to find a student that may want to come to Colorado for the summer. And yeah, you know, so last year, so right now it's March 2021, March 2020, COVID started and um, NALP, you were going to go and fly out and do that career fair. I was actually thinking of coming to work your booth. I do want to do that someday and uh, help sell people on, on Landscape Technology Group. But we kind of had to shift focus. And so that was kind of a fun thing that we did was we produced a video for you remotely. I'm in, I'm in the Lions, which is, you know, two or three hours from where you are. But we had you and some of your team, I gave them some ideas on what to record on on their smartphones and then i took that footage and edited <clears throat> a recruiting video and we'll roll a, a short clip of that video now hi there my name is sam barkley and i'm a designer and project manager with landscape technology group i've been with the company for a year and a half now a few of the reasons why i chose to work here and why i still love to come to work every day is the amazing location a great group of co-workers as well as the beautiful job sites that we get to design and work on being located in Vail, there is world-class outdoor recreation right out your doorstep. So there is never a dull moment from the middle of the week till the weekend. And one of the things that I like in that video is we had some interviews with people talking about the culture of the company and the work-life balance and the opportunity to learn and, and grow. And I think that that's one of the things that you do really well at Landscape Technology Group. So what, with the internship, so when we go to the student career days where we're hiring students, I realize you're either looking for an internship or you're looking for a part-time, a full-time or part-time job upon leaving your full-time school career. Um, with an internship with us, we try to get you into all of our departments. The landscape division, which is construction and design. The maintenance division, where we're doing lawn care, garden care, water feature maintenance, irrigation system maintenance. The garden center at Gypsum, which is a great opportunity to be in front of the client and talk to your talk to the clients and people that would like to go and install plant material right around their yard and you get to go visit their yards and such. And then also more importantly I feel is you get to work in the office with us, working on the overhead, trying to produce an invoice, produce an estimate, try to do payroll. We're a small company. We do it all in-house. We do hire our outside professionals such as this because we can't do it all but we do do a lot inside the yeah company. I, I i think that's really that's really cool and uh we were talking about um linda who is you know helping with the design of the of the garden center and she's bringing ideas to uh new products to offer that I'm really excited about at the garden center because it's mainly been a horticultural focus and she's bringing in some more of that retail, some of the gifts, things like that. And she, and she's QuickBooks certified. She does your books, right? Correct. So that's the other thing, you know, with our company and with most companies, when I meet with a lot of people, you know, we try to think 
out of the box, not just a degree in horticulture. Like I said, soil science, Linda's come to us, her background was graphic arts, but she's QuickBooks certified, yeah. degrees in accounting <clears throat> and such. So she brings a lot of different facets to a design install company, maintenance company, and garden center. And so that's what I'd suggest too, is, is don't just look for the horticulture person or the design related person. Look for somebody who has a, a varied background in their, in their past yeah. life. I, you know, so I was just interviewing um, uh, one of my clients down in Texas, Shades of Green. They are a landscape and nursery. They have a garden center and they do landscaping. And their marketing coordinator has a theater background. He's kind of like me. He has a theater, TV, marketing background. And he's been a, a customer of, the, of that garden center since he was a little kid. And then he learned the horticultural side. So he brings that marketing side and he now manages a lot of marketing for them. So absolutely hiring people with different backgrounds. All right, Rich, so you started Landscape Technology Group in 1998. It's 2021. Looking back over the years, there have been lots of wins, certainly hard times and challenges that you've worked through. What would you tell the 1991 Rich if you could, if we could time travel and you could go back and tell yourself <laughs> some tips that would maybe save you some money and heartache, what, what would they be? I'd say a few of the different things is, you know, my degree in horticulture, degree in landscape architecture. Boy, take some business classes, understand the books a little bit better, understand what cash flow means, understand getting in a check today helps you do your, pay your bills tomorrow. You know, I always like to design, I always like to be creative, and sometimes I miss the business end of things. And I'd rather be out here playing, of course, but sometimes that you gotta work a little bit later at night to accomplish it all. Uh, something else I'd also recommend, I realize that it's taken me a while to get there, but um, buy your equipment new or fairly new used. Boy, the time we spend repairing my equipment that was original 15, 20 years old, I'll have five, $10,000 repair bills that could have just been the payment for a piece of new equipment through the season. Right. And also we're not spending two or three weeks repairing it. Last year I had a 963 Bobcat breakdown. It was a $9,000 repair bill. It took three weeks to get repaired. And we were just out of that piece of equipment at the time where if we had a newer, Bobcat, newer skid steer, we wouldn't have had the downtime and we would have been more productive and been able to make money and not just spend it. What, and uh, yeah, so for sure, I think every business, myself included, I, I, I honestly, I didn't know anything about money. I had no idea about cash flow, profit and loss, accounts receivable, accounts payable, all of these things that <laughs> I learned the hard way and for sure, I wish I had learned those sooner. Um, what about from a networking standpoint, you've been super involved in associations. You and I met, we're both part of the, um, the ALCC, the Colorado um, Association and the, the NALP, the National Association. Why are you involved in those and, and what would you recommend to you know, other landscapers who are maybe starting their company about getting involved with their state and local associations? So being involved is so much fun. You get to meet people from, in our, my case with the landscape contractors of Colorado, people from throughout the state. Um, you're, you're meeting people who are also your direct competition, might be within the Vale Valley or over in Aspen when I was in there. But once you get into the bigger circle of 
around the state, you're dealing with companies and people that want to help you succeed and want to help you get ahead. Uh, with the state organization, I was fortunate enough, I jumped right in to ALCC right after graduating from Colorado State. And I would, got to become a member of the board after a week or after a year or two of being part of it. And I was a secretary treasurer. So I was in all the treasury meetings and was able to understand a balance sheet, understand a profit loss statement. But also it was neat because I was under, able to understand how a nonprofit organization would budget their company totally different than a landscape company. But around the table were also 10 different members of 10 different companies that were in charge of their budget. So I was able to feed off of them and understand their trials, tribulations, and also their positive points of what mm. a budget does for you. Yeah, that's 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 really great that you've had that experience with those and, and it helps ultimately grow the industry and it's helped you find employees. I know um, so several people have come to um, Landscape Technology Group through the NALP program. We've certainly met there. And uh, hey, it's been fun. Hey, we gotta, it's really starting to snow, so we've gotta go shred some pow. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna try to have Jack try to keep up with me a little I'm bit. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try. Uh, but uh, hey, thanks so much for doing this interview and everyone else, thanks so much for watching this. Um, check out the next episode of the Landscaper's Guide to Modern Sales and Marketing at ramblinjackson.com slash podcast. We've got some other cool interviews and thanks again, Rich. Thank you.